Welcome back to the Meetus in Paris podcast, a podcast of all things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. I am Zen, and riding shotgun with me today is Kristen. Hello. We need the sound effects machine for me to like load a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. and we need like road noise and like uh, yeah. air noise. <laughs> like the windows are down. So, mm. well, yep. Hello there. Hello. But today we also have a new passenger in the Meet Us in Paris podcast sports utility vehicle sitting <laughs> behind me. Is That's what we're driving? Yeah. What should it be? What do you want it to be? I don't know, a Jeep Wrangler or something. <laughs> okay. In the backseat of our Meet okay. Us in Paris Jeep Wrangler. Today, I would like to introduce our friend, Tanya. Hello, Tanya. Hello, both of you, Zen and Kristen. I'm glad to be in the backseat of the Wrangler. We're, we're, you can sit in the front seat every once in a while. Or if you want, be, feel free to drive. <laughs> no, I'm okay. You, you can drive. Okay. <laughs> so, um... Who's Tanya? Well, first of all, um, I've been wanting to ha- get Tanya on this podcast for a while, but I've known Tanya for over 15 years. I can't believe that. <laughs> I know, right? We've been, uh-huh. we've been in, we've been known each other tangentially in different projects over the years right. um, for uh-huh. 15, 16 years, even, or something like that. Yeah, and I, and I've always known that Tanya was an international traveler and she's, does a lot of South America, which is amazing. And I've always wanted to have her on our show to talk about her adventures. Well, as luck would have it, um, Emily, as you know, our previous co-host, had moved on to, to work in New York. Um, Tanya didn't just offer to stop by. She offered to take over Emily's co-hosting role, and we're super stoked. Let's, have, let's see what the roller coaster does. Let's see. <laughs> let's go. Well, coincidentally, for the last two weeks, we've been doing some very, very delayed get-to-know-our-host questions. Um, So it's actually perfect timing. It seems very natural that we can do one more so you get to know Tanya and find out why she loves to travel so much. Yeah, it's kind of an interview process, um, so we can determine if we keep you too, Tanya. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah, well, I don't know about that. I think I've all signed in. I know you're kidding. (laughs) I kid, I kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're keeping you. You can't go away. But our question interview will start right after this quick sponsor break. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Okay, week three of Get to Know Our Hosts. I think we've set a new record. (laughs) And just like the last two weeks, we're going to use a set of questions from the Worldly Roamer blog. Check them out after listening to our podcast. Okay. Tanya, are you ready? (laughs) I am. Let's see. (laughs) All right. Um, So actually, let me pull it up. All right. We're just going to rapid fire go. So number one, what is the most memorable road trip you've been on? Okay. That's funny because I'm not a really big road trip person. (laughs) But but at the same time, I'm planning one right now. Uh, Oh, really? 
I know. Um, I'm planning one for like a simple one up the north, North California, just oh. up north on PCH, like Big Sur, mm-hmm. um, Carmel, up until to Avenue of the Giants. My husband's brother's coming from Argentina, and we're doing a road trip with him beginning of the next month. So I'll tell you how I do when I come back. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, well, that actually is kind of part of our second question. Right. Hopefully it answers this. Do you have a dream road trip and where would you like to go? Is this maybe one of your dream road trips or something? Yeah, I'm really, something in, no, I really like this. I think um, I'm really, ever since the pandemic, I really like trees. It's like this weird thing now that happened. And so that's what I want to go look at, like mirror woods, the redwoods. So that's kind of a dream right now I have of going to be in nature. I think I really need it. But at the same time, um, in comfort. So let's see how, how that goes. <laughs> I highly suggest if you can, if you can rent one, if you want to rent one, you got to uh-huh. get a convertible. It will make a, compl- it, a completely different trip. Or one of those cars that have like the panoramic sunroof where the, the whole, like I think Teslas have a whole glass roof. When you're in Muir Woods or if you're on the ocean and PCH, it makes a completely different experience than being in a car with a roof, especially whoever's in the back seat. Okay, so now that I planned almost all of it this weekend, I have to go back and see what I'm going to do about your suggestion because that sounds really good. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, this is why we're here, right? Uh, Thank you for that. I added a few dollars to my planning. (laughs) But hey. Yep. So what road trip snacks do you love to bring? Um, you know, when like I'm in the car, it's really easy. Lay's baked. What is it? The sour oh. cream and onion. That's like you know. were a game changer when those came out. Yes. Those I love. I just, I, that's like, I, I already have that on the list that I need to buy for the road. <laughs> but, um, but I also like really like, um, like the picnic salamis and cheese and crackers, almost like a, like a picnic in the car and then clean the crumbs, but that's just part of being in the car for a long time. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's going to have to get cleaned out no matter what. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, next one, name yes. a touristy place, uh, touristy place or a tourist attraction that you've been to that was totally not worth your time or no. Should it? Okay. Yeah. Not totally not time. worth your time. Yeah. No, what's right right now. I'm, ha- I'm not having fun is at theme parks it's just like too many too i don't know if it's you know even though i love because i'm you know disney is right here in our backyard i just haven't gotten myself over there only because i don't like that i'm dreading that so right now if anyone asks me i've said that and then the other thing i would say is san francisco and i'm probably people probably (gasps) hate me i know because it's kind of yucky right now last time i went it was like dirty and the city was just not as nice. So I'm skipping it when I go on this road trip and coming back. I know. Sorry. Oh, wow. Did you okay. die a little? <laughs> okay. No, that's, that's fine. Own. That's acceptable. <laughs> but, I, but I love it. It's just right now. It's just right. not something I want to go to. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Yeah. So what's the best thing that you've brought back from your travels, whether it's a souvenir or something else you can fill in the uh, category? You know what I love? I don't, I, I travel really light. So I usually try to find really interesting things that are really small, but 
what I really love is just kind of like your brain comes back with completely different space. You're creative. You have new ideas. Like your head opens up. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's like one of the biggest things I bring back is like, okay, energy. Let's, okay, let's go and do something when you come back. Wow, that was beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. But I do look for really like weird, unusual. Sometimes I have to think about unusual stuff that I bring small. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I skipped this because I did them out of order. But um, name a touristy place attraction that you have been to that you thought was awesome. All right. Let's see. Cliche. But um, Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. Oh. I like I went inside and when I looked up, it was like just like almost tears came to my eyes and that never had happened to me. It was just so amazing and just looked mm-hmm. magical. Um, I'm, there's like tons more, but that's the one that really like, kind of hit my heart for some reason. So yeah. I tell everybody to go. I, I'm dying to like ask you guys back some questions. Like, have either one of you been there? No, but I, Kath- have- I, have, I haven't, but Katharina loved it. Yeah, and you, Kristen? Yeah, so it's funny. I have, and the friends that I was there with, we were there in 2006, and we, like, made a pact to go back in, like, 50 years or whatever when it was completed. Because, you know, they're, like, still done it. So we were like, we'll come back when it's completed all together again. So Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that'll happen, but that's, you know, what we tell ourselves. Yeah, you can still meet up in between. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. Just I'm like I have all these backup like what is it follow up questions to you? So, but I'll keep going. Sorry, it's one minute, so keep going. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, name a strange or unusual tourist attraction where you live. It could be Orange County. It could be. Yeah, Orange we need Orange County in general. Unless you don't even live here. Do you live in L.A. or something? Oh, I live in Orange County. Okay. I live in, in Santa Ana. Um, and. The only thing I'm going to, like, I might say it isn't strange. It's just that I can walk because I live downtown Santa Ana, near, very near. And so I can walk a lot and I go to, sometimes on the weekends, I won't, I'll park the car and I won't use it. I'm Hmm. just walking everywhere. Um, And that is unusual in, you know, California, depending on where you live. So that's all I can really say because I love California. So I love everything and everything that even if it's strange, I love it. So. (laughs) <laughs> that's all I I'm not very creative on that one <clears throat> fair enough if the next question is if traveling was back to normal where would you go I thought of this and I'm kind of embarrassed that I've never been to New York or Washington DC I know everybody says that and I'm like I think I just you're here in the state so you know, and, and I just go outside of the country. So I'm trying to go, you know, probably not like this year, but maybe next year and just do, you know, that part of the country. I know. It's At so this weird. point in the, of the interview, I'm taking notes. Very. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were going to take me out of the position. You're like, At this point, you've never been to New York. You can't be in this podcast. <laughs> just that's, that's great. So Both it's kind of simple, but I need to go. No, Both sure. Kristen and I have some great ideas. We actually have two podcasts, oh. one on Washington, D.C., and one on New York City. But okay. we'd be happy to tell give you some ideas. Kristen lived in New York. Did you? I did, yes. Oh, I'm going to pick your brain. 
forever yeah. ago now. So I feel like my experiences are probably already irrelevant. You know, they say like the restaurants flip over every few years and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, you got to yep. go. I will. Yep. I will. Name a travel related film or TV show that you enjoy. Well, you know what I'm watching that really just I love is um somebody feed me Phil. Have you seen that on Netflix? It's what? I'm sorry. Somebody feed Phil. He's the yes. writer from okay. And uh-huh. what is it? Um Raymond. What is it called? Uh, um everyone loves Raymond. Exactly. And he's just hilarious and happy, but um he travels to these un- to normal places but goes to unusual places to eat. So it's like you're taking notes furiously of like where I'm going to go next kind of thing. So that I absolutely love and I keep watching them. And then maybe like the two movies I really like. It's funny. The Devil Wears Prada because it's New York and Paris. Oh, yeah. I really love watching that. It's just besides like the fashion just because it's it's New York. Um, and then the, the typical Under the Tuscan Sun. <laughs> Aww, it's an old one, that one now. The yeah. Devil Wears Worst product, probably old too. Oh, I'm dating myself now. Huh? Anyway. Uh, nah. That's a classic. <laughs> um, what is your favorite hotel brand or chain or hotel in general? It could be a single hotel that you thought yeah. was amazing, or it could be a chain of hotels. I don't have a favorite, but I do have some that I would really want to go to. I think one I really want to go to um, is in Cartagena in Colombia. Which Kristen mm. probably been to that too. Oh Cartagena is on my list though. You haven't gone, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a hotel there, Hotel Santa Clara, which which is too pricey for me, but I'm still gonna try one day. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and um, I love history, and it has um, what is it like? It used to be a convent in like a jail and a hospital and all kinds of stuff until it became um Sofitel. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's colonial and like kind of the like ghost of Gabriel Garcia Marquez is running around and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it yeah. has that kind of literature, history, ghost thing that in the sun, you know, what can go bad? Love it. <laughs> yeah. So that one I... But usually just deals. I don't necessarily have a particular one, just whatever I can find that's, that's inexpensive, you know, but still comfortable. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm actually going to change up this next question a little bit. Um, I'm going to ask, what did you do this past weekend? Because it was a holiday weekend. We had an extra day. Actually, an extra day and a half. <laughs> did you do anything fun? <laughs> no, I was boring and didn't, which is oh like God. funny because, um, yeah, we, yeah, nothing, but Instead, I'm doing something next weekend. Oh, okay. Um, what are you yeah, doing? This- I'm <laughs> going to the original question. Yeah, my, my next weekend, I'm going. It's just a last minute trip to Las Vegas to visit my brother because we had to take care oh. of some things. He lives there. And um, so it's just me. I'm going on my own, just kind of like a weekend. And since he lives there, he usually has hole in the walls places that he finds really good food. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I know. So be- be- besides the things that we need to take care of that's his job right now is to go figure out the different places we're gonna go so it was a lot of fun putting finding something last minute but i i did okay um frontier airlines of course you know just just your bag and off you go um so i'll see i'll let you know what we eat and where we go when i come back perfect 
Yes. <laughs> okay. Zenia. Yep. Uh, what did you do? Where did you go on your last trip? Let's see. So international, it was in Argentina. We went to Buenos Aires and Mar del Plata. That was for um, Christmas. So it's a little bit while back and, you know, that was the first trip after the pandemic, and that was that was fun just seeing everybody. And then about a month ago, maybe three weeks ago, Menlo Park, I went to see a friend who needed some kind of what is it caregiving. But at the same time, even though we were able to go out and there's like man, the thing with the trees, there was all these trees everywhere, so it was really fun to do that. Everything was expensive, and everybody was beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was it was interesting. I'd never been that many to Menlo Park. Kristen, can I modify the next question? I know it's not my turn, but go for it. Okay, so Tanya, mm-hmm. you are an immigrant to the U.S. As I recall, I am. <laughs> okay, so we originally the question was what holiday is only celebrated in your country? You know, typically we would all answer like a U.S. thing. But uh-huh. you want to tell us something about your motherland, a holiday that is celebrated only in your country. And what country yeah. was that? So I was born in Colombia, in South America. And <clears throat> uh, let's see. And from there, we moved to Puerto Rico. And then we moved to Southern California. But I would go back and forth to school here and then back to Colombia and then here in the States. But one of the ones that I really loved when I was probably smaller was something called um, the Day of the Candles, um, Dia de las Velitas, or the Day of the of the Lanterns, kind of. And it's on the, I think it's the, one of the, vir- the Virgin's uh, conception. And you celebrate it as by putting all these little candles. Now they probably just put little like fake candles so we don't burn stuff and um and then as kids we would throw balloons at each other everywhere throughout the streets so it was a blast when you were young and it's it, that uh, kind of opens up the december holiday season december 7th and then you don't do anything till like you know the 7th again because of um uh ah what is it wise men on january oh, 6th. King, yeah oh, they all wise men yeah okay, yeah yeah so then that's like the whole month of the holiday begins on December 7th uh, with the lanterns and the lights are really pretty on the streets. And it's like, the you know, the party began. You're starting to celebrate Christmas and dancing and eating and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, we need to bring that here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's silly, but it's a lot of fun. Um, name a dish or a dessert that you keep dreaming about after having it in your travels. Oh boy. No, I think that is such a big one, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> right. But it- uh, I, could, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to pass that for a minute. Let me think. Gee. Yeah. Okay. Let me pass. Let me pass and come back. You want to take I the think, next? I, yeah. Let me think about it. All right. Um, What's the most incredible natural phenomenon that you've witnessed? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. All right. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you. When we got married, we went on our honeymoon to Patagonia to um, to do ice hiking. Ooh. And the weirdest phenomenon, phenomenon, I can say that, I promise, was that I was in a t-shirt next to an iceberg in March and it wasn't cold. 
So that blew my mind. Wow. Yeah. I've never never had that. But then you got on the water and then it was freezing. You had to put like park on or something. So that was just bizarre that, but it was really cool at the same time. And I've never experienced that. You haven't, you're literally looking at an iceberg, but you're on the t-shirt and you're fine. So that was, that was odd. (laughs) It is pretty bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Uh, What's the most dangerous thing? That or adventurous thing that you have ever done while traveling? All right, adventurous. All right, let me see if this could be because you know it could have gone in any direction. So it's funny that um, the podcast is called what it's called because I was watching a French movie, don't remember which one, and again I'm from Colombia, so I heard cumbia music in the background of some some festival. The the, the protagonists were were um, walking through, so I looked them up. They live in Paris. They are singing music or playing music that from when my dad was little. So I remembered the songs. Then we were going to go to Paris, like kind of long story short, I reached out to them and they replied. And when we were in Paris, we met up and it was funny because it's like, yeah, I'll be the one with like the pink scarf in the cafe. And we did that. And then it was pouring rain. And they said, you know, we don't know who anybody is. We just met. They're from Argentina. They just happen to be singing Colombian music and have a big band in Paris. So then we went upstairs to their house, to their apartment and and talked about how what what was their experience being immigrants in Paris, in, in France, and what people think that life that you lead, because, you know, you're in this band, and they're like, no, our toilet's still not working, and we have to go teach Spanish on the side sometimes to make ends meet, but we travel. It was really cool. And since it was pouring, they decided, let's make just lunch here. And they made pasta with pesto, which I thought, like, I'm eating pasta and pest with pesto in Paris. So I'm like, I got to write something. <laughs> but anyway, that's me. But, you know, people are like, you went into these people's apartment. You didn't know who they were. They could have killed you, you know. Yeah. But it was super fun and memorable. <laughs> that was like the most fun I've done or adventurous. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite website or app to book travel? Probably, you know, I kind of do like a bunch of research, so I don't necessarily have one, but like, I want, I really like, um, like the points guy. I, and then Clark, Clark. I really like him because you signs really good deals. So it's more of like, what places can I find deals? Right. And I just started, I'm going to call it the wrong thing. Something. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Something about like a uh, Scots travel. That's it. Or something like that. Have you guys heard of it? It is um, like a guy who you have like, they'll say, okay, there's a, a ticket to Istanbul right now, $200 round trip in the next, you know, 24 hours or something. Is this okay. one of those that is like, sometimes there's like five layovers? No, no. <laughs> okay. No. no, there's like another website for people who have more time than money. And I forget what it's called, but essentially it's like, oh, you want to go to Argentina? Well, uh-huh. we can get you to Argentina for like 300 bucks, but it's going to take you 24 hours or 32 hours to get there. But And there's going to be like four stopovers. Yeah. And if you're yeah. young, it's like, awesome, I'll go, you know, because you have more time than you have money. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, um, they're the, I think, 
I haven't really looked into it. It's one of those, but you have to have like a membership. It's not a lot, but I just haven't done it. And um, it's kind of like, it sounds like it's like leftover seats from airlines that are good. So it's a matter of, I can go right now. And then, okay, kind of if you have to have the the freedom to be able to to go. Right, right. Right, right. And the other one I might, I sometimes list or read on Twitter is um, Scott McCartney, who was, he wrote for the um, Wall Street Journal, the, the guy in the middle seat or the middle seat or something like that. And he always had really good kind of information about travel. So more than, more than anything, that's kind of what I, I follow. That goes like for like tours and stuff that I usually just do that. I'll, I'll look for kind of that, those kinds of pointers. Right. Nice. Cool. So this one is, if you, you want a trip to go anywhere, where would you go? So like the reason why it's, I think it's like, if you want a trip is that, Hey, they're paying for everything, mm-hmm. you know? So where would you want to go if someone else was paying for your trip? Uh-huh. I'd probably go where I just told you, um, to the Santa Clara Hotel. <laughs> but I would add, because I've actually dreamt of this. Um, I love books, I love history. And and in January of every year, there's this um literary festival called Hay Festival. It's throughout different parts of the world. But there they have it at that hotel. They have like authors, books, dance, music, like it's just the whole party for the whole city. That's what I'd want because I want them to. I would want them to pay for everything. I've actually had this in my head. I've been planning it because one day, if I ever win the lotto, that's what I'm going to go do. <laughs> so I could probably go on and on about what I would do. So, but that's where I'd go to the um, kind of honor and celebrate Gabriel Garcia Marquez in Cartagena. I love and, that. Yeah. So that's kind of my dream. <laughs> Beautiful. I would do that with you if you would take okay. me on your lotto winnings. <laughs> Okay, so then okay. we could probably, yeah. in this case, then we would have to probably get more than just, um, like, it would be for you and your husband, and probably you have, I think you have two, you have one? I've got one? one. I've got okay. one little one. And you two, Zen? One little one? Just one, just one. Okay, we don't have Not any. Not so, so little anymore. I remember when she was born. Gee. Um, well, she's anyway, five foot okay. nine now. Oh, she's taller than me. <laughs> it's scary. It's scary, so. That is awesome. So Go then... Back. Well, we'll we'll have to get a a big lot of win, and then we can all go. And by then, well, then we might as well charter a plane, right? Yeah. Well, okay. You heard it here first. It is on the record. That's happening. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, what is your favorite place to go in the city where you currently live? Where I currently live, maybe Orange County. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Let's see. Hold on. There's a really cool park here but i'd rather say i love the beaches of course of of orange county um but my crystal cove is one of my favorite places mm-hmm. of, of to go yep. um except again it's things are getting crowded um belmont shores over in long beach is a place i absolutely love it's kind of i go to the peninsula where it's really um like not as many people and it's almost like my own private beach. So I go there a lot. We go there a lot just to walk, nice. hang out. It's, yeah, it's it's a different kind of, I've left the area and it feels like, okay, I'm, I'm gone. I'm on a little on vacation. Nice. Okay. Um, 
Where do we go? Uh, where did you go on your first international trip? So since I was born in Colombia, um, the first time we flew, my mom's family was here in California. They lived in Santa Monica. So I remember being little and going to Santa Monica. But the most exciting part was going to Disneyland <laughs> because that's what you did when you're little. So um, and even now and as you're as an adult. So that's kind of where we would go. And then we did a lot of back and forth going to Columbia, California, back and forth, back and forth. So those were the beginning of the international trips. I think my first solo trip was at 13. And then from there, I just started traveling. Like they would put me on a plane and off they go. So, yep. so you know, that's wow. kind of what that looks like. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think, uh, where did your family take you on vacation when you were a child? I think it kind of answers the same question. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you have a, f this is a strange one. Do you uh -huh. have a favorite body of water? You know, I really love going to Lake Arrowhead, even though it's, it's not as exciting as some people um, <clears throat> say like, uh, Lake Tahoe, but. I really like lakes and streams and rivers like those. Um, but give me any water and I'll be fine. I'll be happy. <laughs> give me that. Um, Caribbean, I'll take it. Anything water. Good Beautiful. enough. In what place have you seen the best night sky? I was going to say something I already mentioned was um, Calafate when we get a, went to Patagonia. That was just, again, I felt like I was in another planet because everything was so unusual. And the night sky was like, it almost felt like you're in space because it was just mm. so intense and there was no light, like no pollution. So yeah. to me, that was like the most amazing. I'm dying to go see Northern Lights. So that's next somewhere down the line. Have either you, have either of you gone to see Northern Lights? I yes. have not. Oh, you have, Kristen? I saw them in Alaska. Yeah, we we did a New Year's Eve trip up there specifically so we could see them. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I've only saw them twice, I think. You've seen them twice? No, no. Emily, um, mm. Emily our co-host, she went to, uh, um, she, she saw them once in Alaska and she saw them once when she was, in, I forget exactly where. I don't know. But um, huh. yeah, so she actually saw them twice. She thought they were cool. So I still haven't done it. I want to see them. So, okay. Do you have a favorite beach? I think you already mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, Belmont Shores here. But when I go to Argentina, there's this one um, little beach. It's called Carilo, which is mm -hmm. weird because it's like it's forest and sand at the same time. So they have these really cool like modern looking loft spaces for you to rent. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but then you're by the water. So again, the, I think the, the juxtaposition of, of having that, I really enjoy. So um, kind of like the iceberg with the t-shirt. And so I like that. It's just mm -hmm. kind of a, a different thing. Right. Right. So I like right. that. Okay. What is the most, or where is the most memorable trip you've been on so far? Let's see. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. You know, I really liked um, 
a years ago now, I went to, we stayed at a, at a tree house up in Redwoods in the Santa Cruz mountains. Oh, cool. And it was so cool. Um, it's like the typical, you know, seventies lady hippie who still lives in that kind of <laughs> mentality, yeah. you know, growing her vegetables. It was really great doing her own soap. And then you like walk like four or five minutes. If you have like a carry on, like a travel, you, you're carrying that because there's just really hard, but then you get there and it is just magical. The, um, like 13 foot ceilings, really tall. There's a tree in the middle. You're showering inside, but sort of outside. It was just kind of crazy and, and secluded from the world. Um, I think my favorite part was in the morning you got up and you would see the raw, the fog rolling in. Um, it was like waves. So it was just interesting. That was one of the most fun. Do you guys remember, um, Michelle Ryan? I know it, the yeah. people. Sitting going on. So that's how I, her and I met and, and had like, I think a two hour conversation without stopping and laughing because of this tree house. Cause we would go on and on and I was really oh, funny. Wow. So I, always, I always think of her when I think of the tree house. Every time she yeah. sees me, she asks me, do you remember the tree house? That's <laughs> anyway. So funny. How cute. Yeah. So that was like a lot of fun. That's cool. Cool. Um, let's see. Do you have a favorite travel accessory or gadget you like to bring along with you? Probably like old fashioned notebook and pen. Like just, I love to write little things throughout the trip, but I like to do it in notebook and like, you know, just writing it on your own. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's like, I have to in the, so then of course I buy all these little notebooks along the way or, you know, think of them. Mm -hmm. So I have all these collections of notebooks and then, um, and then probably just load my phone up with podcasts and books to listen to throughout. So, but a notebook and pen and I'm fine. Leave me anywhere. I'll be happy. Very good. Um, I'm up. What is your drink of choice on an airplane? That's kind of funny, cheesy. Um, Well, tomato juice. I don't ever drink it anywhere except on a plane. <laughs> and then, you know, if... If we want to add a little vodka or something, that's too. That's fine too. Um, and then apple juice, like I don't know, you become a child or something. And those are really yeah. fun to ask for. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you know what? On a plane, I don't. It's, it's funny because I drink Bloody Mary mix. I so, but without the vodka, and okay. I drink um, ginger ale. And those are things that I normally don't drink on a daily basis. But on a plane, that's right. That's my thing. So now that now um, it's kind of like. I don't think where I'm going to Vegas, they're going to offer me alcohol. You never know. Um, I'm like, I'm going to get that the next time I get on a plane because <laughs> I haven't what, done which, that in a while. Which one? Uh, you mean the the tomato the juice? The Bloody Mary or the tomato juice. I don't think. Okay. I think they probably won't give you anything except hello. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So what is the strangest, most interesting thing that you've eaten on your travels? Well coming from a Latin American family growing up, I've eaten all kinds of strange things, probably like all kinds of parts of the animal. I could mm -hmm. make a list, but you know, I don't know if you'd want to hear it, but I mean, we've got, you know, the hearts, the liver, the kidneys, everything you can think of. I've eaten it. Sweet I've bread. I will always, yeah, sweet bread. <laughs> I'll try anything. So I've eaten all kinds of stuff, like nothing that really like blood sausage. I mean, 
all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Uh, what about you? Are you guys kind of game to do things like that? I'll try yeah. anything once. Yeah, I won't try anything once, but I'll try a lot of things. Let's <laughs> 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 just find something. I'm, I'm sure there is that I won't try at least once. So I th- I think there's been a couple of things I haven't tried once. I like for some reason like is like chicken feet. It, it's just oh, v- chicken visually... feet soup. It's delicious. <laughs> it's just you know it's just visually unappealing <laughs> to me. But that's why nobody likes that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah, no, that, yeah, I'll eat. Um, what what has travel taught you? Okay, I want to ask both of you that question, but I'll answer this. I think um, more than anything is that we're all the same. It makes me laugh because you'll go somewhere and you'll everyone's taking a picture of the same thing. And then everybody's saying the same joke and everybody's doing huh. the same pose. Hmm. And they're all, it's just like, we're all the same. It makes me laugh, but we're all so different, but we're really like kind of all the same. I always come back with that is, and the dumb joke that we are all telling each other, they're all tell, saying the same dumb joke. So it's funny. I mean, that's how I see it. I don't know. What about you guys? Mm-hmm. I, I can't I even a, remember what I said I last week. Answer, yeah. But I said, I, I feel like it's the similar thing where it, it shows us all that we're, in the end, we're all human and cultures right. might be a little bit different, but they're not right or wrong. And, and right, you see right. there are different ways to do things and it's not bad and we're all human in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's kind of like that you come back with these ideas or yeah, it just kind of centers you sometimes too. Yeah. That's good. It's yeah. not right or wrong. It's just mm-hmm. different. It's yeah. yeah. It's really, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Well, I mean, I got to say the when I, I, I don't remember what I answered last week, but the, the thing was that that's what tr- one of the things that travel has taught me is that, you know, everywhere's different and everyone does things, you know, differently. But, you know, there's, but it's not wrong. It's just they do things differently. And that's, and to me, that's eye opening that you can solve the same problem in different ways. You know, Mm -hmm. so that's, it's just, and also I've seen so many different things around the world and it makes me appreciate where I live um, because I like where I live. I love traveling. But at the same time, it, you know, I appreciate and I love so many different places, but it also makes me appreciate where I, my appreciate where I live right now even more. So, yeah, agreed. Oh. Mm-hmm. So what is your do you have a favorite travel quote? Um, Again, you'll probably think I'm the crazy tree lady, but because I'm like into trees <laughs> right now, <laughs> maybe like next year will be of something else. But right now it's trees. I've been looking into John Muir and all that. And oh, yeah. Had- quote that I really liked and it was come to the forest here I think it's like for here is rest because you go in and you and and you just kind of relax right now I even heard that doctors they're giving prescriptions to people to go to the forest to go because people are so stressed and you need to calm down (laughs) we need to de-stress so I thought that was interesting um that doctors, some doctors are prescribing. You need to go and just be outside and look at a tree. So anyway, um, I don't want to interject like too much, but especially because we were talking about New York. So um, when New York was being built, there were neighborhoods that had, it, they were just building and it was just grids. And this is in like, you know, the 
early 1800s or something. And um, there was so much crime and things happening. And when they started putting in um, little park areas and trees, the crime was actually going down. And then when New York realized we need a significant park here, they had to take away houses. They had already built up past where Central Park is now, and they had to take some of that away um, to build Central Park. And it was like a huge, yeah, and it made such a difference for everybody. And it was kind of showing like, you need nature around you to calm you and things like that. So that is a really cool kind of like uh, trivia tip. Yeah, it's, 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 um, there's a lot of history just around like New York being built, like you see so much like the country unfolding and, and things like that, that happen. So um, very multifaceted area. So you have to go. <laughs> I will, I will go. There is a podcast that I think it's the Gilded Gentleman, something like that. They talk about history from New York, which I listen to a lot. Oh, um, nice. But I've, I have to look it up, but I'm, I'm going to look for something on on that on um, Central Park. Cool. Yeah, you should. Now I'm going to jump back to something to eat, a dish on my travels. I remember what it was because I couldn't remember. I knew there was something and it's not much of a dessert. It is, um, in, in Spain, there are these, it's a, there are a few. It's called, um, Museum of Ham, Museo del Jamón. (laughs) Okay. This is awesome already. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bar where, you know, where you go get tapas. But it's loud. There's a bunch of people. There's all kinds of things. And things are really inexpensive. And sometimes if you go late at night after, you know, you go play or have a, you know, go out cocktails or whatever, there it's just crowded all the time. And you can talk to anybody. Anybody will talk back. Um, it became really famous. I think that's why I went um, with Pedro Almodovar's um, movie, like an old one that I think it was... Uh, Oh, what's his name? Oh, Antonio Banderas. The other one. <laughs> oh, the other one. Guillermo del Toro. Oh no, hold on. Um, um. Wait, what's you said her name? Pedro right? Yeah, Pedro Almodovar. Pedro Almodovar. Uh, Bardem. That's it. He's in oh, it. Javier Bardem. Yes, he's in it. When he was little, like a child, almost. He was really young, and oh. that I had seen it, and that's why I ended up going. And then now every time we go, we always have to go. There's a, the one I like the most is downtown, like in the middle of, of the plaza, kind of close to the plaza. And it's like, if you ever can go, go. Cause it is, there's hams hanging. It's just amazing color, lights, music, people. It's just like a fun party. And so whatever you eat there will be amazing. So there, I knew I, re- I, I couldn't remember, but I knew it was something I really liked. Awesome. Okay. I feel better so- now. Name a place that you feel has been affected by over tourism. Oh, you know, the places that sometimes like I'm going to say bug me is like the places where cruise ships are, are up. Oh, ports. Mm, yes. If yes. you go on that day, you're so screwed. <laughs> because yeah, true. It, it, it's ruined to me. Just like, oh, so sometimes when I do go to place, even like, like Long Beach or, or just any of the places that like I've been on travel somewhere like, one time it was Barcelona. It depends. And it's just like, I get it. And I'm glad it brings economy to, you know, people, but it just becomes so unauthentic. It's like, it's not really the place you want to go see because there's too many tourists. So that's what people are saying about Venice. But my experience was, I was, yeah, everyone's saying Venice is just swamped, but um, I went to Juneau in Alaska. This could be 20 years ago by cruise ship. And the city's population could double or triple when a couple See? cruise ships show up. So that's up. why it feels like you're 
it feels like you're like i don't know claustrophobic or something yeah yeah and you gotta remember the population is thirty-two thousand people but it can almost double you know with you got a couple cruise ships in there and then you know there's a lot more people than nor who live there all year long so and then it kind of makes me a little sad because i'm sure there's a little you know destruction of of the place because there's so many people coming and going right so yeah yeah right that was sad <laughs> okay is is it my turn to ask a question i can't remember we yes. lost off okay where is the best hike you've ever done uh probably um the one that i sit in, in um, patagonia that we went ice hiking i had to learn how to put those don't know what they're called the shoes where you have the the spiky things and they and you had to put like figure out what your body balance is your center of gravity so you wouldn't you know go like bum first at the bottom kind of thing <laughs> right. you know so that was really that was hard but it was really fun um i don't know if i could do it again that was a long time ago but it was good where i do want to go is camino santiago um huh? over in it's like france and spain it's really long but I would only do it for a few miles, kind of the pilgrimage that was done way back. That I want to do. Um, so that's a hike I'd like to prepare for one day. Nice. Where have you seen the best sunset? Oh, you know, it's really funny. Sometimes when the sunset, like there's a lot of pollution, the sunsets are really pretty <laughs> because of all the different right. things that are going on. So, um, it's kind of like on the side, but I really like paying attention to sunsets. So usually I'm looking for one, like, like I'll go out with a friend or like my husband or somebody. I'm like, and that's kind of what we'll go do. Let's go look at a sunset. Cause that's usually oh. cheap. And so I'd like to pay attention and go to like the top of the parking lot or the mall, the top of the mall, the top of some places. So most people aren't around and you can find really, so, you know, I do stuff like that. I used to not be really cheap, but then I got married and <laughs> and my husband is very frugal. And so I've become very creative on how to go do all these things. <laughs> so I really can't say sunset, like beaches are amazing and nature ones. But I think finding a weird spot somewhere, wherever you are, to me has been the most kind of satisfying to go find a, a sunset. That's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. Um, where's the most environmentally conscious place that you've ever visited? You know, that tree house I mentioned, the Santa Cruz, I really liked it because in the, um, in the kind of like, uh, the rules or whatever that you have to abide by is you needed to bring you anything you brought in, you had to take out, bring it, bring, you know, anything trash you take with you only use green products. Everything in the whole place was recycled or repurposed. So there would be weird things that didn't belong, but then they, they had another purpose. So that was really fun of weird knobs, nothing really matched, but yes, it was really cute and kind of happy and festive. And it worked um, because it was a tree house. Uh, and that to me was like, she really took care of that and made sure that everybody followed that. Um, if not, you would get dinged. So that's how they follow it. But I would love to go to like a Scana uh, Scandinavian country um, because they're so advanced and all the things they're doing. So yeah, I still don't know where. Yeah. Switzerland does tremendous amounts of recycling and things like that. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. but that's pretty much like that to me was really cool. I'm sure it's very basic. I haven't really 
done very much more in that area, but it was really cool to go and be in that space. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? I'd live in Spain. I'll go tomorrow. Um, I, I know um, it's funny because, um, right? Like I, let's say, I guess it's a little story, but I'll do it fast. Is went right before I met my husband. It was right before September 11th, and everything was on sale right after that. And I took a trip to Madrid to see some friends, um, and they, um, the trip was like I think three hundred dollars or really inexpensive round trip. So then. I went there and then after I came back, I said, I'm going to live here one day. So it was just, I was just enamored by it. And so I will, I will just go there tomorrow if I could. <laughs> cool. Um, so I just noticed we are about 50 minutes in and we still have a bunch of questions. <gasps> I'm sorry. I talked too much. No, no it was amazing. Sorry, that's what we want to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. So I was thinking, what we could do is we can throw the continuation of this onto next week's podcast, oh, and then we'll okay. put in and we'll throw in another short topic uh, to go along with it. Um, you know, something like that. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah, I like it. You guys are yeah. good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Good. Well, right, that wasn't fifty, but. That will be our last question. I think we okay. learned about a lot about Tanya. Um, and uh, I think we all should be traveling together. I already see this. And well, um, we are when Tanya wins the lottery. Uh-huh, yeah, well, especially when, so, well, anyone who wins the lottery, I'll go with them, you know? So, well, yeah, the, yeah. Plane. <laughs> the plane, the, the chartered plane is the one I really want. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so for now, thanks for tuning in again. If you want more, then check us out on our Facebook or Instagram social media pages where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. And last before we leave, we want to give a again a big thank you to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. They offer only the best continuing professional education. If you need a career boost, looking for a new profession, Check them out at ce.uci.edu. And once again, thank you, Tanya, for coming on board. It's, this is going to be a ton of fun. And thank you, listeners, for all, all, for all of you tune, tuning in this week. Yes, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.